it turns and runs to the hole and squeezes through the, the hole that Harold saw. Two pieces of the same metal that um, the pillars are made of have closed. Okay, uh, you, you reach your arm in, reach out and pull the latch and there's a, a def- like some resistance and then a click and uh, you don't fall, but you do feel the door like give and like slide a little bit more. Yeah, I think I think I think I got it. And now we continue. And she's like yeah. pushing um, against it. So you don't have to make a check to do this. Um, the only resistance you feel is the fact that the door has been deformed slightly and you're like, it's no longer just a mm-hmm. smooth movement, but you do manage to pull the door open. <gasps> uh, the creature <gasps> is not inside this room. It's, it seems to have moved off somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Can we see inside here? Like, is it? It's dimly lit. Okay, uh, I'm going to cast light then. Okay, what are you casting light on? Um, so she's going to um, pull out one of her arrows from the quiver and then touch the tip and whistle a note and it lights up. So she's like got a little torch that she can mm-hmm. shine at things. Um, so what can we see? It seems to be a... Uh, very simple room. Um, there are some like lockers on the side of the wall. Uh, it is a, a ten foot square room. Like this creature barely fit into here. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it appears to be just a, a ten foot square room. Okay. Um, can we some... see which direction the dinosaur went? Uh. You can probably guess it went through the only other door that leads off from this room. Oh, yeah. Probs. Uh, not just the fact it's one door, but from the, like, scratch marks on the floor where its claws would have... Mm-hmm. Um, where it had to squeeze through a five-foot square. Yeah. Is this thing a little big? Yeah. How long okay. does light last for? Oh, that is a very good question. I think it's an hour. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, and, does it re- and does it yeah, require one concentration? Does it require concentration as well? No. There's okay. no C. All right. Yeah. The way um, is clear. All right. We should go. Yes, I mean, yes, let's go. We need to be quiet, though. Are you rolling stealth checks? How, like, are, you, are you actively being stealthy or are you 
saying or being quiet. Yeah, let's let's go. And then stomping down yeah. the corridor. Let's, let's go for actual stealth. All right. Yeah. If the others look like they're about to go down and in, Potentia is going to rejoin them to go down. Okay. Uh, give me a group stealth roll, so stealth from each of you, and I'll take the average. 17. Oof, two. Oh. 12. Which I think, mathematically, makes the average, like, 10. <laughs> no. Um, it's, not, it's not a good number. 17 and 12 is 29, and 2 is... 31, so it's 31. 10. Yeah, it's <laughs> That's 10. average. It's an average stealth <laughs> roll. Yeah, all right. It's 10. It's 10. Oh. Well, um, I think what happens is as you're going down the stairs, like the, the ladder, Harold slips. Um, but due to the lower gravity, his fall is slow, so he doesn't take any damage or anything. Uh, he's just, when he hits the ground, there's a stomp. Um, all right. Are you examining anything in this room or just going straight to that, trying to get straight to that door? I think we should probably just head straight down there. Yeah. We've got to get our friends. We've wasted a lot of time. Okay. So you approach this door and you don't see one of these latches on this side of the door. You do see one of those um, one and a half by... Like one and a half inch slots again. And there is actually another mechanism on this door, but mm-hmm. it doesn't look like the same kind of handle latch that you saw, Meredith. It looks like an hourglass in a circle like in a, in a circular uh like turny dial. Right. Meredith like turns to the others and raises an eyebrow and goes, I'm I'm gonna turn that. Maybe stand back? Um, just probably at the back of the group, so she's probably back. Uh, well, uh, I suppose it doesn't uh, hurt to be cautious, um, and I will cast fine traps. Uh, there does not appear to be any traps. Well, it seems fine, so uh, go ahead, I guess. All right. Um, Meredith takes a deep breath and goes to like fiddle with that knob. So you turn the hourglass so that the sand is now at the top and it begins to trickle down. Um, and as it does so, there's a a hissing in the the room that you're in. And all of you, um, your ears pop. Mm-hmm. Just that uncomfortable, like like you've ascended up a, a mountain. Oh. Yeah, Potentia's done that, does that like head shake of like trying to get that feeling to go away. Ugh, uh, that's awful. Uh, and as the last of the sand runs through the hourglass, the door opens. The hallway is perfectly square in its shape. Um, with these strips of, of white light illuminating the ceiling. There are, you've noticed that some of the, the wall sections are missing, like five foot wide, 30 foot long sections of wall have just been mm-hmm. removed from the wall. 
uh, and it is the same black stone metal colour as the uh, pillars that you were looking up upstairs. This hallway uh, is you're at a T intersection, so you can look left, you look right, look straight ahead. Where do you go? Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? Um, I think we need to do some kind of investigating to see if there's any trails we can follow and like any obvious sign of where the dino went. Uh, if you're wanting to track something, that is a survival check. Okay. Because Meredith is so good at survival. Oh, actually, she's not bad. Not terrible. Oh, yeah. Uh, math's 20. Ah, a math 20. All right. I love that so much better than dirty 20. Oh, gosh. You just have to be careful when you pronounce math 20 because maths. I've had math. Queenslander. You Queenslander. With an S on the end, Benjamin. Maths. Uh, you have to be careful because I had somebody mi- like mishear me as Nat. That's part oh, of the reason oh. that maths with an S is useful, especially in an audio format, because the sibilance mm. is catchable. Oh, also, it's maths. It's mathematics. Word. It's yes, maths. Yes, but it is a shortening Not and therefore math. math does make sense, but from an audio no, perspective. No, it doesn't. Joe. It doesn't. Anyway. I will die on this hill. <laughs> Please don't. We need you for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Meredith. As the person closest to the ground, you spot (laughs) there are scratch marks on the floor uh, indicating the direction this dinosaur-like creature has has travelled. It went straight. All right. I point in that direction and I I turn to the others and I'm like, this way, check out those scratch marks on the floor. I feel like they look pretty new. I feel like we need to go that way. You guys with me? Yes, no, no, let's let's go. Potential just nods. All right. So traveling down this hallway, there are a number of rooms that you pass. The mm-hmm. doors are, are closed. Do you try any of them? Potential doesn't. Yeah, I mean, I think Meredith is still pretty curious, but I also think her curiosity... Like, her need to to find her friends and to, like, they've been on the moon way too long. I think she's like, no, 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 we need to get out of here. Okay. Yeah, I think if the if it doesn't look like the creature went into any of them, I mean, I think at this point we're just kind mm-hmm. of following that trail, I would say. Yeah, like, it took us a while to figure out how to open up that door. Like, I think we just need to get, get going, right? Okay. So you travel down this, this hallway... Following the the tracks, I won't make you roll again. And there are a number of uh, like this strange writing on the walls at various points. Mm-hmm. Um, you see some weird like uh, like black glass panels on some of these walls. Oh, that would be at uh, like chest height. For for Potentia and and Harold, mm-hmm. um, and they're about a one foot square of just like this glass black um, sitting on the wall that you don't know what it's for, but you keep walking. Does anybody like? Does anything happen if we touch them? Uh, are you touching them? 
I might just like run my hands along one of them. You know how when you when you see like really interesting textures, you just want to touch it. Is that just me? The little kid thing. The little kid of like running down the wall with the hand on the the rails. A thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you touch it, and there's a uh, like a, a fuzz that prickles the hairs on the back of your hand, Ooh. and the screen illuminates because it's a, it's a like an old yeah. like think like digital display pixely uh-huh. um, screen. Oh, like one of those like black and green ones. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, something that Meredith has never seen in, oh, her, yeah. in her entire life. Um, but it appears yep. to be uh, displaying some some text that you can't mm-hmm. read. Mm-hmm. All right, let's keep going. I think she's just going to, like, swipe her finger across every single one as she goes past. Just, like, activate them as you go down the hallway? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, you pass a number of... They look kind of like um, like a parcel mail chute type latches on the walls as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they'd be like a foot and a half square, like uh, panels you could like open to put a mail, like a parcel down um, mm. with some, some more of this strange text on. And as you're following this, these scratches and, and marks on the, the floor, you come to a halt when you get to a corner and you see there's floating in the middle of the hallway um, about the size of your head a white cube that seems to have an inner glow. Hmm. What are the scratch marks on the floor doing? Like, which direction are they going? Do they uh, go around the cube or do they go through the cube? Or? They go... Well, they would go through the cube. Like underneath the cube. It, this it's hov- is a massive dinosaur, right? Like the cube would have been pushed out of the way and then come back? Probably. It's a good assumption to make. Do we keep going, guys? So is the cube in our way or is it... It's in the direction you'd be travelling. It's floating mm. kind of middle of the, the hallway. Right. Um, I mean, do we think that is the cube... <sighs> I'm just wary of sort of... Um, Security devices, I suppose. Uh, I mean, we can try going past it and see what happens. It doesn't seem to really be in our way. It's just a bit odd. I don't really have the spell slot, though. Um, I'm just going to non-magically assess if I think this thing is going to cause us harm, I guess. Um, hmm. Okay. Give me a perception. Because right. your passive isn't high enough to detect anything from this. It, yeah, it looks like a perfectly fair. flat cube-like surface. But it's glowing, right? There's an inner yeah. glow. Yeah. And it's floating. Yeah. No, it's just 20. Okay. It looks... It's strange, but it looks... I mean, it looks... Given that it's floating, magical... I was um, say, you can't see it. It's <laughs> particularly dangerous. Well, I was going to say, like, without saying this to any of the others, can Potentia have a look at it from the perspective of, like, yes, this thing is probably magic because it's a floating white thing that doesn't appear to be attached to anything. Can she suss out non-magically what she thinks is mm. going on? Because, like, she's read okay. a bunch give, of books about a bunch give of... Give me an arcana check. 
19 plus 6. So 25. This is probably a construct of some type. Mm-hmm. Um, constructs typically have set instructions or simple things it's going to follow. It doesn't appear to be moving at this point. Mm-hmm. It's just stationary. Uh, if you don't interact with it, it probably won't interact with you. But, but we don't know what interacting it would look like. Yeah, yeah. and you don't know what, what would trigger an interaction with it. Yeah, so Potenta's just going to put a hand on Meredith's shoulder and say, if we interact with this, it may activate. I don't know what interacting with it looks like but it appears to be a construct of some description. So so no touchy? I don't know that I could recommend touching it. Okay. Put the hands like back puts in her pocket. hands behind yeah. her back and, and grins up at Potentia. Like, cool. I could, <laughs> no, um, I suppose I could send uh, a canary into the coal mine, as it were. Uh, uh, how do we feel about that? I mean, we probably would want to stand back a little. What are you suggesting, Harold? You're very cryptic on the moon. Well, I can create like a, you know, like a a familiar, essentially, and... Well, I mean, none of us are going to touch it, right? We just want to walk past. So maybe maybe send it past the cube and see if anything happens? Yes, I could do that. Um, Yes, I mean, sometimes these things work by proximity. I've sort of read about whole parties getting sort of downed by magical traps in in dungeons. I mean, this place seems very advanced. I I wouldn't want to second-guess anything. Yeah, we don't really want to take any chances. No, it's why I suggested not touching it in the first place. So I will use one of my wild shapes and create a um, a sparrow. Mm -hmm. This is Orion. Cute. No, I'll... um, I, I want this to be... I want this to be an actual creature for reasons, okay. I suppose. Uh, okay. And um, the sparrow will sort of do a flyby around the cube. So as it approaches the cube, the cube flashes green and makes a what noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and as the sparrow does a loop around, it flashes green again. What? Hmm. Uh, is the does you get it to come back to you, or do you get it to just keep circling? Once it's done one or two, I'll mm, I'll get it to land <laughs> on the cube and then... Um, so it will continue flashing green wah, wah, uh, until it returns to white mm-hmm. and then it flashes yellow mm-hmm. and there is this uh, very... Actually, I don't know if potential can hit. It's a very high-pitched noise... Mm-hmm. That's probably that, up to you, then. Like I, I think she she's got sensitive hearing, but the question is what the range of hearing is for different species. Yeah, because th- well, this is this is like how um, teenagers and children can hear really mm-hmm. high pitched frequencies. She certainly right. doesn't hasn't put herself in situations where, like, she would have sustained hearing damage. I mean, goodness sakes, she didn't mm. even go on the barbarian pub crawl, so. Yeah, she's okay. Probably, in which case, I think, and she's probably—I mean, aside from the whole occasionally thunder waving as a child, probably—but that's mm. technically not sound; it's thunder. Okay, yeah. Then, and, you, and also, as an elf, you've got pointy ears, so maybe you pick this up still. All right. Um, well, I guess you all hear this this very like 
high-pitched noise as it's flashing yellow. Uh, and then there is uh, a strangeness in the hallway where potentially you'd recognize this as a wall of force mm-hmm. appears and attempts to um, cage the the sparrow, contain it. Mm-hmm. The sparrow can make a dexterity saving throw. Sure. Uh, uh, thirteen. With this, this wall of force appears and like like a horizontal plane, and begins to like wrap around the the sparrow, and with a uh, a thirteen, it goes to dive out of the way, but impacts into the wall and slides down. Uh, it's uninjured, but it appears contained. In oh. like a, a hemisphere of of visible force, as this cube continues flashing yellow. Hey everyone, Ross here, and as always, thank you so much for tuning into this latest episode of Dungeons and Doctorates. I hope you enjoyed our little diversion for the past couple of weeks for our free RPG Day special, and I just want to thank our guests once again. We had such a fun time, and I hope you enjoyed the story. Um, bit of parallel universe stuff, you know. Marvel Universe, not the only one who can do the multiverse. David, we received your request for a mid-show message, and I'm giving things away a little bit here, Um, but for next week, if you could just email us again and telling us whether by Queen of the Moon Crabs you mean our wonderful Joe as the Moon Crab Queen, or, of course, our wonderful DM Ben as the Queen of the Moon Crabs. Subtle, subtle distinction, but quite important, I think. And then next week, we can read out your awesome mid-show message. A little bit of an announcement. We do now have a Twitch channel where we are going to host some occasional live sessions, starting off with the reason that this whole podcast started. And we have an event for the National Science Week here in Australia called Discussions and Dragons. Basically, we'll be talking about the boundary between science and entertainment using D&D or the TET. RPGs and other media that we are, uh, you know, used to engaging with. And I think it should be a really interesting discussion. That's happening August 15th at 7.30pm Australian Eastern Standard Time and that's at twitch.tv slash dndoctorate. So the usual handle, dndoctorate. You can also check us out on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at that same handle and it does really help us when you interact with our social media posts, share our social media posts and just help us spread the reach of the show and we really appreciate your support. I will not go on for too much longer now. There is plenty more moon action to come. So let's get back to that action right now. Now might be the best time to move if the alarm appears to be going off and what it believes it has captured is caught in the force wall. Uh, yeah, I agree. Unless, Harold, you have a particular affinity for your... Well, I was going to say familiar, but who knows? No, uh, I I think it's probably a good distraction, if that's the right word. Uh, Yeah, let's... uh, Let's go. Sounds good to me. So you can backtrack the way you've come, or you can turn right and go in the opposite direction of the tracks. What, we can't follow? keep following the tracks? If you follow the tracks, you have to go past the cube. 
I didn't say we couldn't go past the cube. What I said was that we should leg it like in some direction. Yeah. So uh, okay, mm. let's go past the cube. Yep. All right. Go um, go go. All right, you you run past the cube. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> you go running down the hallway and uh, appearing behind you mm-hmm. is another one of these white cubes and it's zooming after mm. you, um, flashing yellow. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a door ahead of us? Uh, there are a number of doors on like along this hallway. You haven't right. gotten to whatever this dinosaur went yet. Mm-hmm. You seem to be able to outpace this cube for now, but it's game. Uh, that was going to be my question, yeah. Well, we do. Does Joe? Joe has shorter legs. Uh, On a technicality. It, ca- a... it, it will be catching up to you. Yeah, I got 25 feet. We have 30 feet. That's the, that's why I'm asking, because it's there's well, a, there's this, a technical this, difference. Yeah, this cube is... You have some... Okay. This cube is travelling at, at 50 feet for its movement. So it's zooming along quite quickly. It will catch up to you, but it has distance to cover before it can mm-hmm. get to you still. Dash uh, time. Uh, I, I did, uh, there, there, there's another one. I think we should run. I assumed Penetra was already running, so sure. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, running down the hallway, you get to a large double door mm-hmm. um, where the the tracks lead into. The door is currently closed. What do you do? Um, I am going to cast third level invisibility, so I'm going to like put my hands on um, Potentia and Harold and cast invisibility. And so that means that they are... So a creature you touch becomes invisible until the spell ends. Um, at higher levels, when you cast a spell using a spell slot of third level or higher, you can target one additional creature. So I can do two. Okay. So not yourself? Oh, shoot. So not yourself? Not myself, no. Sorry, did the, the, the doors... The do- <laughs> sorry, the doors are... There's the, the, a double door in front of you, which, are, which is closed. <laughs> so not yourself? Yeah. No, it's all right. I can count. Um, is there the, a mechanism that looks like there you is, open the door? Uh, one of those inch and a half uh, slots to the side Great. of the door. I'm going to cast reduce on the doors. Uh, the, the doors will decrease in every dimension by a half. And my plan is they will fall out of their casings because they will no longer be guided by anything. Hmm. Or if they don't, then they'll pull the wall down, in which case... Hmm. Um, they will... Yeah, okay. <laughs> they seem to disappear into the walls, I think is the way mm-hmm. that they... Like, they reduce, but they're attached... But yeah, so they go like they're attached right. To. So they sort of go. Whoosh. Yeah. Sorry for, for the for yeah. the description of that. That's like people's hands making little crab yes. claws. Whip audience. Yeah. Whip apart. Whip apart. Yes. <laughs> um, and there is a, a t- like a ten foot cube, smaller room, um, inside. Inside. Okay. Um. Uh, all right. Let's get in um, quick. Now, now we can't shut the doors. Um, also, can I clarify? Am I invisible right now? Did did Meredith end up with no, just no, no. Okay, cool? Nah. Okay. Um, there is one of these uh, glass black panels on the wall in this room. Um, this cube, I should mention, is still shooting towards you at quite a speed. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I want to do a 
So what, what what do I see in the room? Do I have time to look or is this cube going to catch up to me by then? Would I estimate? Um, so I, I will give you a round. Yeah. So you will see in this room. I'll tell you, I'll just, I'll tell you what you're seeing in this room and then you can act and then cube will arrive. Great. Uh, it is a 10 foot by 10 foot by 10 foot cubic room. Yeah. Yeah. There is a black glass panel on the wall. Mm-hmm. There are uh, lights in here as well, like a circle of, of these fluorescent ceiling panel lights. Mm-hmm. Um, tiled floor, but this this black metal. Um, but that is it. Uh, right. And there definitely are scratch marks in here as well. So the tracks Where did they go? continued in here. The tracks continued into here and then seemingly stopped. Mm-hmm. Like there are tracks leading into and out of this room. Right. Uh, okay. How far away is that cube from us, would you say? Uh, I will say the cube is currently 100 feet, but it will spend its turn moving and then dashing to get to you. So... I think what I would like to do is hold an action and when it when it gets to a hundred feet I would like to cast uh, attempt to cast dispel magic on it okay um, what is Potentia and Meredith doing knowing full well that um, Meredith has been tapping on all the screens and they've been lighting up he's gonna tap on the screen um, and even just look at what it visually that like layouts wise does it make does it show something that would make sense that she could infer that it's similar to something else does that okay. make sense yes so you tap on the screen um we'll count this as like a minor mm. action type thing um it lights up with this this strange text that you have only been able to translate when you were using magic mm-hmm. <clears throat> um there appears to be a number of symbols on it. Mm-hmm. Give me a. I think this is investigation. Okay. Uh, sixteen plus six. Twenty-two. Okay. okay. Nice. It keeps making me roll intelligence. I'm a wizard. What do you want? Um. So. Uh, one of the symbols that stands out to you, mm-hmm. looks vaguely like a map. Mm-hmm. Like it, it has that kind of like, here is a square, there's some dotted lines and like yep. a, like a, like, oh, that could be a map. Um, this could be. We're in an elevator. We are in an elevator. Yeah. Kate, Kate, the player has worked that out. Potentially the character doesn't know what an elevator is because. You've been in, you've been in an elevator in the Wandering Peak. It was a very yeah, mechanical... Yeah, it was a very mechanical, but like, mm, in terms of something lifted. like this, she doesn't know what this is. Yeah. So there's like a map. Um, there, It looks like something that would be like an index, like directory icon. Yeah. Um, there would be... Essentially what she would want to know is, like, if, if, I was, if I was like, oh, there's a map, I think she has probably inferred that this thing has moved. It's like the room that they're in has moved because the dinosaur didn't come straight back out and the tracks go in and out so this thing is moved so she's looking for something like an arrow for like up and down or like a, a way to 
move this room is what she's looking for. If that, or helps. like a button that says the dinosaur went here. Yeah, but more more likely like a level one, level two, level three type. Like okay. she doesn't yeah. know that that's okay. what she's looking for. But Kate, as a player, is like that's the equivalent. Okay. In an okay. elevator thing, um, I'd be looking for. I think that will take more than the turn to to decipher. Um, when Harold's spell goes off. Okay. So, Harold, your dispel magic activates. Hang on, did, mm-hmm. did, did, did Meredith do anything? No. Cool. I'm happy with that. Okay. Just, like, look around. So, like, follow the tracks into a circle and be like, okay, wait, what's happening? Yeah, basically. Um, Does a little this... couple of bog laps on herself. <laughs> uh, the cube gets into range of your spell, Harold. Um, you cast detect magic, not detect magic, dispel magic. You cast dispel mm. magic on it. Um, I think you have to do a check. I think it's sure. high enough level. Yeah, you have to do a check because it's of a high enough level that. Great. Uh, which I believe it's just your spell casting ability modifier. Uh, you got this. For each spell of fourth level or higher on the target, make an ability check using your spell casting ability. Yep. Okay. Oh, right, so I, uh, uh, is my, is my spellcasting ability plus seven? It should say, um. That, I, I, I would hope not. That's insane. Because that's my, that seems very high. That's my spell attack. Is it my modifier? Yeah, I think it's just your modifier. Okay, 15. Your spell attack probably includes your proficiency bonus. Oh, yeah. 15 in that case then. Okay. Um, so it is still flashing yellow and making this noise, Mm. but what you have dispelled is its flight. So it comes skidding Mm. along the, it hits the ground, skids, tumbles, skids, Mm -hmm. uh, and is no longer this pristine, um, cube. It's got skid marks. It's got some scuff marks for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say Kate. let's go with scuff marks, please. Um, I did. So to be clear, <laughs> I said it. Then my brain triggered what I said. Uh, yeah, I, I saw <laughs> it. I saw it. Went, uh, <laughs> Catherine O'Sullivan. All right. I didn't. I'm definitely I did not leaving, do that on purpose. I'm definitely uh, leaving. He this said in it skidded across. Uh, the, he said <laughs> skidded across the floor. Yeah. No. What we need is a bloopers. This is bloopers audio for for. Um, <laughs> it's all bloopers so audio. So this and the cockroach in um okay. in. That I ninja in uh, the it, it comes to a stop thirty feet away from you. Uh, d- any ideas how we? D- where do we go now? Potential still frantically poking. I mean, poking the tracks have stopped. I don't know where they went. Potential, you have found a list. You are currently on what? Like there is the, the top thing on this list is illuminated. Yep. And then there is a list of about 20 things. Can she and do the can't little read kid? Any, can she do the little kid of, thing? Just like push all, all of the them? buttons. <laughs> More um yeah. she's going to push like the next one down just to like Okay. Because what she wants to do is she wants although there's now no doors, she yeah. wants the like the capacity to get to the next level, look, press the next button, get to the next level, look. So she's looking for the dinosaurs next. Mm-hmm. marks mm-hmm. on the floor um so you push the next button there is a mecha- like there's a mechanical noise but you don't mm-hmm. see any doors mm-hmm. uh, oh it's a horrible noise it's that like 
Yeah, cool. All yeah. That. Um, and then the room very smoothly begins to drop to mm-hmm. the next floor. Mm-hmm. Um, there would be a moment where, like, that feeling of moving um, happens and you also have the the floor rushes up past the doorway and then you just have wall um, moving uh. past you. Um, I hate that. Hands clear. Keep your hands Stand clear of that. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Well, the doors are technically already closed when you got here. Um, now it's hectic closed. Yeah. Or hectic open, depending on your perspective. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it stops at a very almost identical hallway. Like it, it, it's the, the room comes to a stop. Um, very smoothly, and you now see down into uh, a hallway that was very, very similar to the one you just were in. Are there skid marks mm. on the floor? Like dinosaur marks? No. Next button. She's literally okay. going to like go down mm-hmm. button by button. Having recognised what Potentia is doing, I would like to see if the panel has any indication of a recently pressed... Screen, though. Like, like, but like screens have fingerprints on them and stuff. Like, is there any mark or scratch that indicates recently something has pressed a button? Like having figured uh, out what Potentia's up to at this point. Um, uh, no. In fact, actually, the spots that Potentia has pushed, mm. there is now uh, an absence of dust on the screen. There's a very fine, A very fine layer of dust had settled. So are there anywhere that there is an absence of dust now on the screen? Uh, other than no. Hang what on, Potentia are we saying that a dinosaur pushed the button? What? That's what Harold is thinking. I think the backpack no, had something no, to Harold, do with it. No, Harold, there isn't. But that's me. <laughs> right. No. Okay. Um, you get down to the the next floor, Potentia. Again, it looks very similar to the one you were just in, except the difference is uh, this one at the end of the hallway has one of these cubes flashing yellow and flying towards you. Press the button, keep going. <laughs> yeah. Go, go, go! Like, as they're tra- as it's travelling between floors, she's prepping her finger for the next button. She's not pressing it yet, but, like, literally if she looked out and there was no scuff she's marks... She's ready. She's pressing the next button. Like, it's mm-hmm. not... There's no, like... Um, You get to the fourth floor down and the screen panel flickers and then like there's a crackling like fuzz and it it dims and as you tap it, it doesn't activate. Mm -hmm. So we're stuck. You've gotten to uh, another floor. Okay. There's again these hallways Uh, and as you get to this floor, the light's like flicker on one by one down the hallway okay. any scuff marks uh no scuff marks huh. harold you can mm. hear that that high pitch um whining noise getting closer but it sounds like it's coming from above you mm-hmm. uh i'll uh uh i think we're still being pursued by the these sentry constructs uh uh, am I to gather that the, this is sort of the end of the line for us uh, on this this th- elevator thing? This we can't go any further? certainly doesn't seem to be working, so I guess. 
Uh, I suppose we should... Uh, I suppose we get to... We, had, we just have to see if there's another way down then. Uh, yeah, there might be some stairs maybe? Or another one of these things? I guess we don't have very much choice. Let's go. All right. And we start heading down the corridor. <laughs> 